This is your grandfather, and you're listening to the sweet sounds of Josie's boy. What's going on, everybody? I am your girl's favorite artist, Joseph Boy, and we are back for another episode of Call Me When It's Over, one of the best shows on earth. Better than Space Mountain, better than Disneyland. The Space Mountain in Disneyland? I think it's there, yeah. Whatever. Anyway, uh, welcome. Welcome. I appreciate you guys for coming back again. Another week, another episode. This is episode 23. Climbing up there, man. I'm climbing up there. So, you know what I'm saying? Get work. It's all about content. Big shout out to everybody, uh, all the listeners. I appreciate you as usual. Uh, call me what it's over dot com. Big shout out to Rich, rageworks.net. I'm backed by a very great, uh, website, company, family. Call me what it's over dot com. Just check that out. Uh, real quick before I get started, big shout out to, uh, Foreign Poppy. She hit me up. Uh, yeah, no, yeah. She hit me up on Instagram. And she wanted to come to one of my events, but it got canceled. So big shout out to you. I already told her I would shout you out. Uh, y'all check her out. I'm definitely going to uh, add her on my Instagram. So make sure you guys follow me on Instagram, which I know you guys do. So, But if you don't, J-O-S-I-E-S-B-O-Y, all one word, hashtag your girl's favorite artist. So get up on that. Yeah, com. Yeah, uh, before I get into anything, I want to say my condolences sent to all the families who lost somebody recently uh, of course we have in our headlines uh we're dealing with a lot of bloodshed to you know minorities and i'm not gonna lie to you it's, it's been very heavy on my heart me being a, a very proud black man and, and and coming from you know a long family a big family uh i have nephews i have nieces and i am tired of us being in fear all the time. I'm not worried about gang members in my neighborhood. I'm not worried about the drugs in my neighborhood. I'm worried about getting pulled over and getting shot by a cop now. And I'm very afraid of that. So my condolences to everybody who lost someone to police violence uh, recently and in the past. Some things definitely need to change. So Black Lives Matter. Thank you. And we're going to move on. Uh, I got to, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not trying to damper the mood but i definitely had to get off get that off my chest of course i feel everybody has a duty to speak the truth and speak their mind just keep it honest with everybody and i appreciate everybody that's use your platform correctly please uh as usual i am streaming on facebook live so shout out to everybody that is watching me on facebook live uh hi kayla both both kayla's what's up creature what's going on um my guy Mello, Matt, what's going on? I appreciate all you guys. Yeah, ch- uh, Matt is de- is a part of the Rage Jokes family too, so check him out. But uh, getting into it real quick, real quick, real quick. So I'm doing a – everybody that has me on uh, Facebook Live right now, like I said, it's a live Q&A. You got some questions. I'm giving everybody a few minutes. Uh, say whatever you want to say. Ask whatever you want to ask, and let's just you know get right into it. But real quick, over the weekend I found something, uh, found something out. Everybody who – I said hi to Christina, but that's okay. You, you're being deaf. So uh, real quick, let me say hi to Christina. Hi. Happy. Thank you very much. Uh, back to business. So over the weekend, everybody who who saw, uh, was it Riot Squad? That's it? Suicide Squad. Hi. That's what it is. Suicide Squad. I'm not a big. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Jason. Uh, I'm not a big comic book guy. I just knew Will Smith was bald in it. Uh, I actually found out that the dude who played the Joker, Jared Leto, He's going to play Andy Warhol 
in a movie soon. Oh no! Yeah, I don't. I don't know how I feel about that. Simply because David Bowie. Oh, that yeah, David Bowie. I don't know if you guys saw the the Basquiat biopic, the one that Julian Schnabel made. It was on Netflix for like forever. Uh, David Bowie played Andy Warhol in that movie, and I don't think anybody ever will, will ever be able to play Andy Warhol ever again. And nothing is close to David Bowie, at least. Uh, and it seems like Jared Leto keeps putting himself in fucked up situations because he tried to play the Joker, and we all know how everybody feels about Heath Ledger. So that was going to get some backlash. And coming on my side, I don't want to see him play Andy Warhol. I respect that. Apparently, it's going to be like a full blown, full blown biography. But let's see what happens with that. So I just, you know, wanted to get out, there, get that out there, let everybody know about that. Anybody that's an artist, art fan, whatever. Just look out for that movie. That movie should be coming out soon. And also, if you are on Netflix, uh, I think it was called Sneakerheads. I can't remember the exact title, but go on, <laughs> go on uh, Netflix. There's a Sneakerhead documentary. Super fucking dope. I think it is called Sneakerhead. It has Jeff Staple, Clark Kent, a bunch of people. It's super dope. I just watched it last night. Anybody that's in the kicks, oh, just, you know, culture in itself. That's cool. So uh, right now I'm going to get to questions. Uh, Kayla. Kayla Marie Sanchez, governments. She asked the first question. She says, what is your next design for your uh, phone case? I don't know. I don't know. For everybody who didn't see the first phone case that I came out with, go to RageWorks.net backslash the shop. That's what it is? Yeah, uh, RageWorks.net backslash shop, and you'll see I have my Josie's Boy 1985 World Tour uh, phone case. Get a t-shirt. Shout out to my my brother Push, who got a t-shirt. My homegirl Aja got a t-shirt. A few people got some shirts, so I appreciate y'all. But you know, check out check out the merch. Redrugs.net backslash shop. Yeah. So my next phone case design, I'm not 100 sure, but I will be having a bunch of new merch coming out for the holidays. I'm gonna have some bags because it's been a minute. I'm gonna have some bags. I'm gonna have some some new t-shirts. I got some new t-shirts coming out. I have a lot of things coming out. So my next phone case, I'm not 100% sure, but it's gonna be dope because it's gonna be f- for everybody who has an iPhone 7, 6, 6S, Galaxy, whatever you got, I got it. You know what I'm saying? Ultimate hustle. I got what you need. So to answer that question, I don't know yet. Now, I'll still take questions all through. You know what I'm saying? Y'all take your time to think about that. I actually had something that's on my mind. Uh, and I need, I'm not going to lie to you, I need a good laugh. And the person who who started talking about this this morning, like, sparked my sparked my interest on this. Now, me being a creative, uh, a hoodie? Uh, yes, I'll probably make a hoodie. Get, uh, <laughs> I'll probably make a hoodie. Uh, Christina, the phone cases, I think, are on sale. You just got to go to the website. I'll post the website on my Facebook. I'll post the link and everything on my Facebook. So uh, you guys will check that out in a minute. But... So I'm just going to go jump, jump straight into the main subject. Now, this morning, there's somebody on, on watching right now who, who talked about this. This morning, I saw uh, the first thing I saw when I, when I, when I saw Facebook. Uh, <laughs> uh, before I get into this real quick, my, my good friend James Santiago, <laughs> he wants to know what kind of underwear do I wear? That's a good question. Uh, I'm a big fan of boxer briefs. I've recently just got into, I, I, I think it's true to the looms boxer briefs, like their new design. Uh, they fit well. A lot of, a lot of protection. They're pretty snug. They hold everything in. Yeah, they hold everything in. So you can get those. I get those from Odell's. They're like $11. Oh my. They're like $11. So, I mean, if you know, if you want to see me in them, just go to my Snapchat. Now, let me. <laughs> oh, my. No, 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 no. You're going to have to text me for that one. That's that's. Shout out to everybody who does have a picture of me in my underwear, which I'm pretty sure nobody does. 
Or, well, maybe nobody does. Does anybody ever? Probably, probably. Uh, oh, shout out to uh, shout out to Mika. What's going on, girl? Uh, thank you. She she's sending out. She's happy for me. I appreciate you. Uh, it's been a minute. You know what I'm saying? I hope you're doing well. I, you know, I see you doing well, actually. So uh, keep, keep up the good work. You know what I'm saying? So getting into the main subject, you know. So I'm sorry I get distracted. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to answer your questions all through, you know, but yeah. <laughs> that was a good question about the underwear. I'm not even going to lie to you. That was a real good one. Uh, very funny. I appreciate it. Thank you to James, James Santiago for <laughs> asking you that question. <laughs> That's my guy. That's my guy. So this morning, when I actually, because you know everybody, this, the first thing you do when you get up in the morning for some reason, you don't even think I'm gonna brush your teeth. You pick up your phone. Everybody picks up their phone. You know whether you be a business person, a normal person, a person who just can't stay away from social media, whatever. You pick up your phone. A person that ain't doing shit. You roll around. You check a Pokemon Go. Let, let's be honest. Our phones are our, our third leg. It's pretty much. You know what I'm saying? It's everything there. So uh, I roll over, and I think I, I usually I get like four or five hours of sleep. I got like maybe an hour and a half of sleep. I'm not even going to kid you. I, I just couldn't sleep. So I got an hour and a half of sleep, and I woke up, and I saw somebody make make a post. And something that we actually, uh, if you guys don't know, my guy Jay Santee, is in the, uh, he's my producer. He's always here. So uh, if you see me turn around and talk to somebody, it's him. So, bitch. I'm sorry, guys. The the, the live feed went out. I'm going to get back on it in a minute. Uh, that sucks. I'm going to have to post that and go back up. Apologies with that one. So, yeah. So, like I was saying, I got. Uh, I'm sorry, guys. Give me a second. I'm trying to like. Yeah, my signal was. A, so this morning, what technical difficulties? Ah, I'm sorry, guys. Technical difficulties. My, my apologies. So. This morning, when I got on my phone, I somebody I know personally, I saw her go on Facebook and have a little a slight rant, a slight rant. Uh, it was a little weird. Because I'm, I'm not used to, like, seeing. All right, it's not weird for me. I, I just don't like seeing people's personal business on Facebook. That shit is annoying. I'm not even going to lie to you. But this was pretty funny to me. So she goes on Facebook, and she says something that that me, you know, me and my people talk about all the time. You know, me being an artist, uh, we get back into, you know, the whole Instagram thing. And she, and yes, Christine, I'm talking about you. <laughs> she goes on, and she says, do you think your man is hiding something from you if you go on facebook live or he goes on facebook live and you don't talk about each other and you don't post about each other on instagram and facebook and all that shit now i have i have these conversations all the time jj you know i have these conversations all the time now me being an artist i'm a businessman too you know so i'm not just gonna sit here and and throw just anything on my page uh no i know you said a man or a girl i'm sorry i apologize but of course i'm going for your standard because i don't want everybody to think that you you know you're you're into both of that but are you no bad question anyway sorry wrong time to ask that question but anyway <laughs> anyway i see a lot of importance put on uh social media when it comes to relationships like i'm not gonna lie to you, that shit is really dumb that shit is very dumb I'm not calling you dumb. I'm just saying the importance of things on social media is dumb. Now I'm a painter, so I've 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 been in a relationship for a long. Well, I I was in a prior relationship for a very long time. Uh, I've had my my ex girlfriend. I've had pictures of her up. You know, uh, I can still count how many pictures I had up of her. But as a painter, as as you know, as a creative, as a businessman. I'm not just going to throw a bunch of my personal shit up on there. You know what I'm saying? Now, for the niggas that ain't doing shit, maybe they are hiding something. I don't know. 
I'm not 100% sure, but you shouldn't put any value on somebody posting a picture of you up. You know what I'm saying? Like, does it matter? Does that matter? If, if you're not on his Instagram, like if you're not on his Snapchat, does it really matter? Let, let's be honest. If you have a relationship, and of course I'm speaking from, you know, from my experience or whatever, if you have a relationship, right? Say you now when it when it comes to relationships, me personally, I don't believe in making anything super serious until you hit like a, a year, maybe or a little before a year, depending, depending, depending. Because we talking like those first three, four, five months, that's open playing field right there. You know what I'm saying? You you in my eyes, you can't take that shit seriously. In my eyes, uh, you got the filling out process, which is the first like six months. You know what I'm saying? You got the filling out process. You got to know about these people you gotta know i'm not i don't know if you're gonna meet their family i don't know how open people are to that but it takes me a minute for anybody to meet me. if you meet my grandmother you're important let's put it like that if you meet my grandmother you're important and not too many people even know where i live so <laughs> let's keep it at that you know what i'm saying so if if you're in a relationship and you think your dude or your girl putting a picture of you on instagram validates that shit you need to hurry up and graduate from the eighth grade I'm sorry, cause that's, I'm I'm not I'm not trying to play anybody. Like I said, I'm speaking f- from experience and from my own personal point of view. You really need to think twice about this shit. Cause what what makes like all right? If if I put you on my Instagram, I put you on my Snapchat, I put you on my Facebook, my nigga, that's not gonna stop me from cheating. <laughs> like you, one thing you don't understand is people always want what they can't have. So as soon as somebody puts you up on their Instagram, say if I do that, right? I put a shorty on my Instagram. I'm going to make a WCW. I don't tell nobody she's my girl, but I put a WCW. Do you know how many inboxes I'm going to get? Like, oh, so that's your girl? That's your little girlfriend? Oh, who's shorty? Ain't going to be from dudes. It's going to be from chicks wanting to know who it is. Why? Because they want something they can't have. If, 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 people, if people know you're taken, they're going to come and try to get you even more. And... It just don't, I'm sorry, it just don't make no sense. I feel like there's too much importance on that shit. Way too much importance on that shit. I'm, all I do, all I do is post my own art. Like, yeah, I get it. As a person on social media, we got to put up our everyday life. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the normal thing. People like to see that progression. They like to see that build up uh, for you doing something dope or you getting to something dope. That's cool. You know what I'm saying? But when it comes to relationships, that shit could, could fuck up your money. That shit could definitely fuck up. Depending on what you do, like, if, all right, I'm not gonna say shit about if you're a rapper because there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of niggas that think they're rappers, or you know try to be rappers, or you know who I'm talking. about. Them, them niggas handing CDs out on 34th Street. Dumb niggas, dumb niggas. Even though it's like one or two good ones, but I mean like you feel me? Like I got six tracks and it's straight hot fire. John Blaze, you can get jiggy to this. It's John Blaze for real, for real. And it's like depending on what you do for a living or. Just in general, if you're promoting something, say, all right, say if, say if I'm on Instagram, right, and I am a, uh, some kind of a, how can I put it, like a philanthropist. I'm trying to, I'm trying to do something great. I'm trying to build a big cause, and I have thirty thousand followers, right, and I also have a girlfriend. Nobody knows I have a girlfriend except for the people close to me. I propose to you, and you, you're my fiance, and I still don't put a picture of you up on Instagram. Are you gonna get mad? Are you going to be happy that you're actually in my house 
and then I'm then I'm actually inside of your vagina every night. Would that make you happy? Would that be would that would that keep you satisfied? And I mean, you know, feel free to to, to chime in, ladies. If if you guys got anything to say, feel free to you know jump in on this. But seas <laughs> and Alamo. <laughs> thank you, oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Just that's for fuck boys right there. That's, yeah, which I'm I'm gonna get on in a second. Uh, yeah, that's a whole other story. But yeah, like in all honesty, I can, I can, I don't think there's anything that's gonna satisfy anybody. Like, do you want me to put up heart emojis with your name on? You want to be my WCW on a Friday? Is that what you want? You want me to sit there and tell the world how much I love you? And and you know, you know, actually, all relationships end. All. You know what I'm saying? The only the relationship that don't end is the the that that doesn't end is the one with your family. You know what I'm saying that there's no end in family, even though that sounds like super cliche and corny. It's true. If you get one family, you know what I'm saying, but you're bound to have multiple uh, girlfriends, boyfriends, whatever you're into, whatever you're, into. You're, you're bound to go through. You got to crack a few eggs to, to get an omelet. You feel me? So, yes, no, no, this is this is true. One pick will not kill a guy. But if you're promoting a certain lifestyle, like, let's be honest. Look what happened to Usher when he said he was married. His fan base, his loyal fan base didn't leave, but them thoughts left him alone. It's like he want to be a family man now. He want a kid. Them album sales drop fast. Mm-hmm. I, even though the albums was shit. You feel, yo, it's a fact though. This ain't 1983. Niggas ain't worried about you being, ain't nobody trying to hear that shit. You feel me? I, I know one picture will not kill a guy, but who, if somebody fought like, all right, me personally as a painter, if somebody follows me to see my work, Y'all want to see me do dope shit. You think I'm going to get 107 likes on something I just made, right? And I'm going to put a, a, a post of me in the bed, like me and Bay chilling. We chilling. We in Cancun. You think I may give a fuck about that? Am I supposed to believe that somebody really cares that I'm laid up in the bed with somebody? Especially when I'm running around talking about I'm your girl's favorite artist. Right? Who's going to hate me after that? <laughs> I'm not sitting here saying I'm like some kind of suave uh gigolo gentleman that gets everything he wants i'm not saying that i'm not being conceited in any way but i'm also not an idiot am i wrong no i don't think i'm wrong she thinks i'm wrong but i don't think i'm wrong like if is is love not enough though bro like if if i'm like on some real shit if i'm sitting here and i'm telling you yo i love you i want to spend the rest of my life with you uh come come live with me you'll have any man, all right, you know what? Let me stop that because this is going to be, this is super loose. I can't even say that. It's, we all know fuckboys try to get chicks pregnant, so I can't even say me telling you having my kids is a big deal. <laughs> I can't even say it's a big deal anymore because niggas don't even buy condoms anymore. Seas I do. And Alamo. I do. I like getting the side eye when I'm, when I'm buying condoms and ready. <laughs> I like to be prepared. I don't care what I'm doing. I'd rather buy condoms than buy pampers. Simple as that. Safety over Similac. That's the life I live by. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not even trying to get into that shit. But thank you very much, sir. You're always on point. I appreciate you. But it, it, it fucking kills me how crazy women get. And I'm not saying all women because I know a lot of women that just, it, it doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? So if I turn around and say, hey, every day, if I was some insecure, it, this is the thing. A man has to deal with a woman saying, I want to be on your Facebook or your Instagram or something like that, right? A man has to deal with that shit. As soon as a nigga say, why you don't post about me? Why you write about me? He insecure. Right? Right? Like, I want to see somebody dispel me on that one. If I turned around and I was, for one, if I was in a relationship and a woman says, why, why was I never your WCW? You are about to be an ex. 
that's the only letter you got to worry about now. You're about to be an X. Don't let me hear you say anything about WCW because you're going to be an X. That's the only letter you're going to worry about after today. If fuck a WCW nigga, you about to be an X. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't don't ever come to me and say, why well, I'm... That shit is supposed to be a personal choice. I'm going to be an X to you. You feel me? Ah, that's a good one. I like that. That's a good one. I like... <laughs> but it's like, it, it, it really bothers me. And, and I'm, I'm not trying to call anybody dumb. I'm not trying to call anybody petty. I'm, none of that shit. I'm just saying none of this shit makes sense to me. I was in a very long-lasting relationship. I was in a long relationship, very long-term relationship. Not once... Did my ex ever come to me and say, why ain't no, why ain't no pictures of me on your um on your Instagram? Or why you ain't make, make me your WCW? Or why why didn't you tell everybody that you 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 want to marry me? I said, no. Do you know what she said? Go ahead and go out and get that money so you can buy me shoes. Simple. Simple. Play your part. Know your place. I'm not trying to say I'm better than anybody or anybody deserves to be like barefoot and naked and or pregnant in the kitchen or some shit like oh that. My. It's like you got to know your place. You feel me? A lot of, uh, like, if, if if I was to start dating a celebrity tomorrow, nigga, I got to fall all the way back. I have to fall all the, I got to fall like, 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 like I'm on a 30-story building. I got to fall. I got to move back. Because I know, all right, she's about to be the face of something. I can't be all of, I'm not, like, this is not Jennifer Lopez and that nigga Casper. I can't, I can't be Kevin Federline. <laughs> you feel me? I can't be all of being the videos and shit. I got to fall back. So when it comes to that, when it comes to a situation and the the shoes on the other foot, just chill. If he wanted to, if he wanted to, matter of fact, if he, if you are around the women that he loves or the, just the people in general that he holds dear to his heart, if you are around those people, you have nothing to worry about at all. If he introduced you to his mom, his grandmother, his sisters, if he has any, his brother, if he introduced you to his immediate family, if you know where he lives, you, if you, oh, brother, if you get invited to the barbecue in July, <laughs> not August, because August is a, a, like a flip up because it's almost cuffing season. If you get, excuse me, if you get in, invited to the barbecue in July, you set for life. And I'm going to keep it 100 with you. The first time uh, Cheyenne met anybody in my family, it was at a barbecue. It's a barbecue on my block. You feel me? I should have just got a goddamn turkey and said, hey, you know what? You, you you family now come on back <laughs> come on back down here we family now let's go and yo it, it, if you make it to that barbecue in july bro you good you 100 good don't worry about nothing don't worry about nothing you know what i'm saying like I, me me being a painter i'm gonna keep it 100 with you it's hard for me to have to post uh flyers for a show and a new painting and then turn around and be like yeah this is bay bear with me at my shows me and Bay chilling. <laughs> That's corny. That's bad for business. That's queen. my queen, which is which is cool. Oh, sh- big shout out to my cousin Shamika. What's going on, Mika? She just joined in. Uh, yeah, and for those who are just joining in, I had to get something off my chest real quick. Uh, I just wanted to know how is how important, of course, you know, anybody can answer. How important is it for your spouse to promote you on social media? How important is that in a relationship? Uh, now, of course, I'm speaking from an artist standpoint. To me, I'd rather promote you to my family. I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to get 130 likes on a picture, and then turn around and get 10 likes because me and you laying in the bed, and now every woman that follows me just unfollow me tomorrow. Do you know how much money that is? Do you know? Do you know how much coin I can lose? 
do how how dumb would I look? How dumb? Like no soup for you at all at all. Like I, I, I'm gonna get off this. I'm, I'm gonna get off in a minute, but I'm not gonna lie. It's just like of course it was like near and dear to my heart because that shit was just hilarious to me to see this morning. Oh, shout out to my guy Chris. What's going on, brother? Um, yeah, it's like all I ever see. And I got some advice for you ladies too. Like, trust me. I, in a second, all I ever see on Instagram. I talked about this last show. You know, WC, I'm, I'm, you make yourself your own WCW. Be happy with that then. <laughs> Be happy with that. You don't need a man to do that shit. You don't, you don't need a man to do that shit. You know what I'm saying? Any woman I know, uh, thank you, thank you, Mika. Thank you very much. Any woman I know, any, 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 any man at all. If, if you, if you are strong enough within yourself. And I'm I'm about to start preaching. I'm about to get political right now. I'm about to let me get a soapbox real quick. I'm about to I'm about to get on my shit. Holy crap. <laughs> if you are strong within yourself, if you know yourself, which we all spend life trying to do, trying to find out who we are, trying to learn ourselves. If you know yourself, you're strong within a relationship. Yo, for one, women, y'all have to learn that y'all y'all hold the power. You sitting on the gold mine. You have what we chase every day. You're in control. You don't need money. Tell me I can't have no pussy. And it's like, oh, my God. If every woman on earth told me, told every man, you cannot have sex with me, we'd probably all kill ourselves <laughs> or each other. You know what I'm saying? I don't think women understand how much control they have. Like, we do everything for y'all. We already, look how many months we spent uh, chasing y'all, pursuing people. We It goes from the, I met you in the, the club or I met you, you know, on the block or something like that. It goes from that to, all right, I finally got her interest. Let me try to get it and get, get in this. Then she decides to give it up. Now I'm at your house all the time. <laughs> and it's like, all right, I'll probably meet your son or your daughter or whatever, whatever you have, your goldfish, your cat. Pretty right. He's here now. He's here now. Like I'm nowhere. nowhere. I'm here. And we spend all this time trying to get what you have. And you get mad because I don't put you on Instagram, nigga. Who cares? I'm 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 here with you now. You know my grandma. You met my dog <laughs> that I had for ten years. Shout out to my homegirl Ray and her um her dog Blackie <laughs> or Darky Darky. Oh, she gonna fuck me up. Sorry, John Rondo, my guy just signed in. What's up? Ooh, Ty. She and uh, Tasha. She says. Creative people in relationships have a different standard of sharing private, intimate con- content. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. You are a hundred percent right. It's hard for creative people to, to post certain things because, for one, we're already being intimate with everybody. Of course, everything I'm saying is through through my personal eyes and shit like that. It's hard for us to want to share things as a creative because we're already being intimate. <laughs> I can't even get through this. Like Rondo's sitting there telling me I need to post him on his on my Instagram. <laughs> I can't deal with this guy. Rondo, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna make you my WCW, okay? Is that good? All right, we got this. Uh as a creative, it's hard because for one, we're we're, we're being intimate twenty four seven. Uh as a painter, I'm I'm giving you everything I have. I'm always honest. You know, and this is about to segue into something I got I got something to say. Uh unfortunately I'm gonna cut off on Facebook Live soon, but I might give y'all a little extra. I don't know. Let's see. Let's see how I feel because I do got to charge my phone before I get back on the train. I ain't even going to lie to you. But anyway, as a creative, we give everything we have. Uh, we we put our hearts out there. You know what I'm saying? And, and I'm not just talking about me as a painter. Uh, we're talking about like writers, dancers, uh, vocalists, 
all that shit. People, people that do something creative, uh, if you write a song, you're giving a, a piece of your life, a part of your life, a, a, a part of something to everybody. So we're vulnerable 24 seven. So for me to sit there and like, I've had like Mike's girlfriend, I was with her for eight years and that was a woman I thought I was going to marry. And I had, I had no problem posting her anywhere, but I also know, but, <laughs> but I also knew that, all right, I can't just go crazy and start posting up pictures of when we go to the Bahamas or if we go to Atlantic city, I can't do that. I can't do that. That's going to alienate my fan base. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to, uh, you know what? Uh, real quick. I'm, I'm going to stay on Facebook live longer because there's a, fir- a, a few first timers. If you first time is here, so I'm gonna stay a little longer. I got you. Uh, yeah, you know it's 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 hard for me to to as 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 invasive as social media is. It's normal to give everything you have. Like people want to know everything about you. Like you got to put a face to a brand. But I'm not saying it. Like I don't know if y'all watch Criminal Minds or fucking Blue Bloods. I'm not trying to have nobody track down anybody I love. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to post a picture, a picture of a chick and next thing you know, like, I've done that. The one time, the two times in my life, and you know you ain't going to find nobody with semen. So, the two, <laughs> the two times in my life, the two times in my life I ever... I'm sorry, but that's probably the best excuse you could ever give somebody <laughs> for not posting any pictures of them. Hey, 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 hey. I don't want, I don't want nobody hunting me down, girl. <laughs> that's love, though. That's love. That is love on some real shit. If I, yo, if I sit here and I say, you tell me to post a picture of you, I'm sorry, I'm like sweating and shit. If, if, if you tell me to post a picture of you, I'm like, yo, listen, you watch Criminal Minds. You watch Law and Order. You want to go disappearing? You know they snatch niggas in the back of cars now? I'm about to be a celebrity. I ain't trying to have the mob come look for you. You don't know who I owe money to. <laughs> What I look like sitting there, come on, man. I, you got to look her deep in her eyes and be like, babe, I love you. You my world. I, wanna put you out there. I don't want to put you in the back of a car in, in duct tape. I don't want to lose you, girl. I already lost. I already lost Shantae. I mean, I, I ain't lose nothing, but, you know, goddamn. I love you, girl. You my rock. You my whiz. You my earth. <laughs> it's No, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. You know, I'm going to get off this real quick because it's, it's like, Really taking up too much of my time because I got something else I want to talk to y'all about. But, ladies, please let it go. If you don't put you on his Instagram, if you don't make you his WCW, that does not mean anything. If he does not make you visible to the public, that's because you have good pussy and he doesn't want to lose you. He doesn't want to lose you. No man wants to lose valuable b- vagina. We want to pound the vag and we like it. If you have good vagina, why would I put you out there? Especially if you got a fat ass. If you got a fat ass, I'm really not trying to show you. Cause next thing knows, the one the one time I remember doing a WCW for for uh, my ex girlfriend. You know how many niggas following her after that? I'm after hunting. I I, I would have had to hunt a nigga down. I would have fucked somebody up. I'm sorry. No, no. I watched too much Law and Order to know that niggas disappear. You're gonna find nobody with semen. I'm sorry. It's not gonna happen. Hey, you doing? That's what I'm trying to say. It ain't gonna happen. I'm not just going to wake up one day and find a black light and blow. Oh, she's on 53rd Street. If you're going, you're going. That's it. So, thank you. Thank you. Ladies, just, just know this much real quick. If you are not publicized by a man, I'll probably be in your DM soon. No, let me stop. I'm just joking. No, seriously, if your boyfriend doesn't show you off, it's because he doesn't want to lose you. You have great vagina. You probably get really good head. You, you could probably cook. Oh, my. That's if you got a good dude. 
If this nigga texts you more than five times a day or calls you more than twice, you got a good dude. He's not trying to lose it. So, you know, keep the cat intact. You'll be fine. Don't worry about it. So, uh, I met somebody new recently because of my, my guy, Jay Santee. I know, right? And uh, apparently, <laughs> Rondo said, sliding DMs like Action Park. <laughs> Line of the night. Right? <laughs> Ricky Bobby. Ricky Bobby. <laughs> I, met, I met somebody recently. And uh, big shout out to every. Well, real quick. Big shout out to everybody that's been reaching out to me. And uh, like I said, one more time, shout out to Foreign Poppy. I appreciate you for hitting me up. She actually said something to me, too. We and I'm and I, I I know I got a lot of artists and stuff on uh I, God Rondo you your Rondo is killing me right now so <laughs> he told, I don't introduce him to nobody this guy uh I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to you know, let me shut up <laughs> shut up uh like I said shout out to Form Poppy one more time for uh for uh, for for hitting me up now she said something to me when uh, I'm sorry my eyes are looking like kind of red I was laughing like crazy obviously she said something to me and. She DM'd me. She asked me about an event, and my event, I, I couldn't go. I had an emergency, so everything was canceled or whatever. But when I answered her DM, the first thing she said was, wow, thank you for answering. I'm like, why? She says a lot of artists she meet, like uh, a lot of artists she con- tries to contact, they don't answer back at all. And I'm like, what you mean? So, like, keeping that into thought, uh, I did an event. I want to say maybe, all right, Rhonda, we're going to set that up. I got you. Uh, I want to... I did an event maybe I want to say like a week and a half ago, a week ago, something like that, two weeks ago. Uh, shout out to my guy Cody at the Cafe Open Mic. I sat down, I spoke with him, and he said he had a, another live painter that came through, and she was like real stush, stuck up, real Hollywood. She didn't finish the painting she did. So he says she, she made about $300 that night or something like that, and she walked out. Mid show, didn't finish the paint, nothing. And now, now I'm gonna keep it hundred with you. As an artist, I have a resume. I have a good resume. I don't like. I don't ever like to brag, but I've worked for some companies. I've done some things for you know Kid Robot. Real quick, I'm humble brag. Humble brag. Uh, Kid Robot, Red Bull, Urban Outfitters, of course, hooked me up with a lot of stuff. Uh, Tom's Shoes. And a few other like, you know, little private lounges and companies and stuff like that. As much as I do or as as many places as I go, there will never be a time where I don't answer people back. Unless I end up with like a five million followers tomorrow and shit and I can't answer back and I have an assistant to do that. But I, yo, I pride myself on how as far as I can go, I'm going to answer everybody back, you know. And right now, what I, what I think we're suffering from, there's a lot of Hollywood ass niggas out here right now. Y'all got a lot of talk, but ain't got the work to back it up. It's like, yeah, that's cool. You got 30,000 followers. You got 40,000 followers. But what have you done? Oh, wait a minute. Uh, I drank champagne with a rapper once. Or wait a minute. Hold up. I was in VIP with somebody before. Oh, wait a minute. Hold up. You know, this nigga Memphis Bleak used to live on my block, right? Yeah, we played basketball together. That makes you the man? That makes you, like, on some real shit, that, make, that, that, that makes you the man? Uh yeah, I'm definitely gonna check them out. Somebody put, somebody told me about them too. I'm, I'm definitely gonna check them out. Uh, Bucket Fee, I'm gonna look. I'm gonna I'm gonna look up to them. Uh, look them up in a second. So I, as soon as I get off. But yeah, like yo, we dealing with a lot of Hollywood shit. Like I wanted, I, I personally would like to know where the hell all this shit came from. Instagram giving niggas a whole bunch of fucking ego 
that you don't need. Explain that to me. If if I come out, I, and you know, and I've done, you know, Jay, you know, I've I've done a lot of projects. I've been I've I've done a lot of things. You know what I'm saying? I got murals rocking in hotels right now. You know what I'm saying? Like people from out out of the state and shit have my stuff. My, I've been on TV, like, and I, I don't ever brag about any of this shit. But as soon as I do a project and I go meet people, yeah, I know. I'm like, I got a little ego, bro. I got a little, my shit is small. Let me not say that. My ego is small. Hello, hello. Yes, my <laughs> my ego is small. But every time I do a project, it's like you know I meet a new artist, and everybody comes out with their fucking you know chest all poked out. I got my peacock feathers out. I'm the man, right? You know what I'm saying? I remember doing one project and this dude pulled out a fucking tape measurer from his pocket just to measure the wall. And I'm like, dog, the wall is, we all, if if I can jump and touch the ceiling, that means the wall is no taller than maybe seven, eight feet. What the fuck do you need a tape, tape, tape measure for? They tell you go from one, and right? Yo, I swear to God, this nigga pulls a fucking tape measure out. He's like, well, because you know, three quarter of an inch right here and 10 centimeters this way and we can the wind velocity and it's like my, my nigga we all came to just paint all we want to do is paint that's it right you sitting over here trying to check the coordinates of the sun and the moon and shit you, you got a microscope out and i'm just trying to come to paint and and it's always like this was a very long project i did and these niggas is just sitting here telling me yeah you know I work for this person. I've done this and blah, blah, blah. Yo, I never mentioned any of that shit. If you're not the nigga that's paying me, I ain't got no reason to tell you about what I did. Because you're not going to put no fucking food in my mouth. You're going to put no no money in my pocket. You know what I'm saying? So specifically, of course, specifically I'm talking about painters right now because like that's the wave. It's it's cool to be a painter. I don't know why everybody wants to be a painter. Y'all have no clue how fucking hard it is to actually be a full-time artist. That shit ain't easy at all. You feel me? That shit ain't easy at all. So... I would like to know where the fuck all these Hollywood niggas came from. I don't know who the hell is gassing y'all up. I don't know who's sliding in. And I'm talking to niggas personally right now. Like, this video is gonna be definitely going to be out on my Instagram real quick. I want every motherfucker that thinks they've done something. And I'm not trying to down anybody. I want you, I want you, to, I want you, I want you fake-ass, leech-ass niggas to listen to me closely. I never, I never down anybody. I never play anybody. I never tell anybody I'm not worthy of anything. But I want you to know if you have never, A, left New York City for your work, B, this is going to be funny. Come on, watch, watch what I do. A, if you've never left New York City for your work, B, if you've never sold work to anyone outside of New York, three, <laughs> three, A, B, three, if you've never worked for a company or have come close to working for a company, I don't give a fuck when nobody tells me you doing something for a rapper don't mean nothing. Oh my! That don't mean shit. I don't give a fuck if Jim, Jim Jones hits up your Instagram. Yes, that's a little, that's a little momentum. We need that. Everybody needs momentum. We need the shout outs. For some reason, everybody pays attention to shout outs. Uh, we need the shout outs. But if you do not have the resume to back your talk up, shut the fuck up and keep working. You know what I'm saying? I ain't better than I, me personally as a person. I am better than no one. You write to me. I will answer back. You email me. I will answer back. If you have my phone number, you text me. I'm light skinned, but I still answer back. I still answer back. I'm a good guy. Sometimes I'm busy. Sometimes I'm not. But let's be honest. Sometimes I'm not. Cut the Hollywood shit out. 
I'm tired of meeting people. If you got to poke your fucking chest out with me, like, look at me. Of course, everybody listening to the show can't can't l- look at me. But if you go on my Instagram, J-O-S-I-E-S-B-O-Y-O, one word, hashtag your girl's favorite artist. If you look at me, I am the least intimidating person you will ever see in your life. The only person that looks softer than me is Steph Curry. That's it. And he don't look like he could beat up a fucking paper bag that's wet. I don't see that. You know what I'm saying? If you look at me, I, I you know what? It might be it might be a little different because I do look a little stuck up sometimes. <laughs> I, scratch that. Scratch, I'm, don't pay attention to that, that last thing. I do look a little stuck up. But when you speak to me, you realize, like, I'm a cool dude. Everybody I worked with, like, uh, shout out to my homegirl Katrina. She actually told me a story. When I first met her, uh, she says, I was walking around. Like, we did our, was it her? I think it was her. We did orientation together when we worked in a uh, Virgin Megastore. Real quick sidebar. Uh, I remember it was like towards the end. Like me and her got really close. And she's like one of those girls that ended up being, you know, like, kind of like a, she was never ugly, but the the glow up was like super real for her. Like she always been pretty, but like now she's like, yo, you, you got a man? <laughs> she, you, you got a man? Like she always been cute, but like now it's like, yo, you, what you doing tonight? Oh my! How you doing? How you doing? Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. How you doing? Uh, you feel me? No, nah, I'm like over here fucking losing train of thought. Anyway, uh, when I met her, we did orientation together, and then after, I want to say like working together for a year, for some reason people always pull me to the side and do this to me. After I know you for a long time, you pull me to the side, and then you sit there, and she tells me, you know, when I met you, I thought you were an asshole. I said, really? She says, yeah. You walked around here like you knew everything. You just had this smug look in your face like you knew everything. I said, I do know everything, though. And she says, no, but you're really a nice person. You're like one of the best best people I've ever met here. And I like you. You're cool. I'm like, well, thank you. See what happens when you don't speak to people? See, but these motherfuckers that I mean now, I speak to them. I hate them off the off jump. I can't stand none of these niggas. All these motherfuckers want to act like fucking Larry Gagosian is, is coming for them. Like, nigga, I don't see Nike knocking down that ch- knocking down your door, bro. Who are you? Oh, I threw some pain on my pants. I'm the man. Yeah, right, nigga. Talk, talk to me when we get a company check. Not a, yeah, not a check that you can actually just take to the check cashing place. Not that. Talk to me when you got to take something to the bank. You know what I'm saying? So uh, what I'm going to do right now, I'm getting a little hot and he said, what, I'm going to take a break. So, big shout out to everybody who's watching on Facebook Live. I appreciate you. It's going to be a real, real, real quick break. Uh, and I'll be back with a little bit of story time. All right. Yeah. 
your boy young established here with josie boy call me when it's over listen and tune in you're now listening to the sweet sounds of josie's boy i get sexy every time i hear it god that that, that gets me excited that gets me riled up that sounds bad that sounds real bad so <clears throat> so i don't know if you guys know but uh i think it was a few days ago i know it was this week marks the 10th anniversary of Lupe Fiasco's uh, Food and Liquor. I don't know about y'all, but that's literally like one of my favorite albums of all time. Uh, not my favorite Lupe album, because I do think The Cool is better, but Food and Liquor was like a super, a super pivotal album. Like Lupe Fiasco is the only rapper I know, well, one of the few that I can listen to his shit now and still still be still catch new things you know what i'm saying like i remember listening to the cool a few years ago and i forgot what song it was and i heard him say something i'm like yo wait a minute i never heard that before like now i get it and and that that's that's one thing i kind of miss about lyricism i know lyricism is still around and i know it's like been a a, a big thing because even like dave east i don't know if y'all listen to dave east but dave east is like one of my favorite rappers he said he, he made a, a comment about uh real lyricists write their lyrics and i truly believe that i mean if you're a rapper you know do your shit but like let's be honest when it comes to writing songs and shit like that there's always going to be somebody to help you know we get that like i'm pretty sure lupe is one of the yeah there we go lupe is one of the uh that's like one of my favorite songs of the album too i love this song just gonna let that rock. i love this fucking song uh so amazing Yo, Lupe is like one of the best rappers I've ever heard in my life. Shout out to my guy in the name, because he's like one of the only people I know that talks about shit like this. And whenever there's an anniversary of a good album or something like that comes up, he's always talking about it. I love it. So shout out to him. But yo, when this album came out, I remember buying this shit from the store, son. Like that's when people did buy CDs. You know what I'm saying? So when niggas actually cared about CDs. And I purchased all of, well, not all. I purchased the cool and, um, Food and liquor. Everything after that, like I, I couldn't, I couldn't get into lasers because it was too political. Uh, food and liquor too was boring as fuck to me. Like it's, it's lyrically, it was super fucking tight. It was super tight, but and Lupe just lost me after a while, man. But I feel like his his newer stuff. It's because I don't know if everybody follows uh Mickey Fax, but uh Mickey Fax is good friends with him. So they always on Instagram. He's always showing like texts going back and forth. They shoot rhymes back to each other and shit like that. And I think that's dope. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like still sharp and still. They're going back and forth. That shit is kind of that shit is really dope. But I I don't I don't I don't feel like that happens anymore in music. Like that shit don't. What what, what happened to that? Like, where did? 
You have which real quick shout out to the weekend because he's about to drop another album which I'm really excited about. So, but uh, oh, God, this is on the cool. Yeah, this is on the cool. Love this album. One of the one of the to me one of the most pivotal albums ever in hip hop. The cool. I feel like Lupe still doesn't get the respect that he deserves on some real shit. Yeah. I'm just gonna let that play real quick because it just. He came back in the same suit that he was buried in, similar to the one his grandfather was married in. Yes, he was still fresh to death. Blind two earrings, a chain laying on his chest. He still had it because they couldn't find it. Oh my god! Like two inches behind it. Like yo, listen to this shit, son. The story of this song. Filling the casket up by the street was a letter from his sister. Second grade handwriting simply read. I'm yo, my god. So, all right, you turn, turn it off. Turn it off. I'm getting too excited. Uh, yo, on some real shit, I know we didn't lose storytelling in music, but I feel like we're losing it. Like, you still have the big crits who I think doesn't get enough attention that he deserves. We still have Dave East. We still have uh, god, there's so many people, you know what I'm saying? And I just want us to to not lose sight of that shit. You know what I'm saying I don't want people to 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 lose the what what hip hop really is. You know what I'm saying like I saw I saw. Uh, did you? All right, let me ask you real quick, Jason. Let me ask you a question. Oh yeah, I love this song. Now there was a video from the BT Hip Hop Awards just came, or just or just sim- recently got taped. Right. There was a video of DJ Khaled hosting. Uh, I don't think it was a cipher like the official cipher, but I think it was like a cipher that Sprite did. Right. Did you see it? No. Oh my God! It was him, Remy, Lecrae. Uh, God, was, who else was in there? It was him, Remy, Lecrae. Uh, shit, it was something I can't even remember off the top of my head. My phone's on the charger, so I can't even get to it. But um, it was just ridiculous. I think it was maybe like twelve minutes long. Damn, the video, all lyrics, damn, all lyrics. And now, being a man, uh, older gentleman, or old elder statesman, oh, older the, the other yeah. statesman in the room. Yeah, the elder statesman in the room. What do you, do you think hip hop is dead, or do you think it, do you think it's dying or transitioning? I don't think it's going the way of how rock is like the, the way that I think it's just going through its motions to where there's too many lanes that people are thinking that they're easy, right. they can easily get to an, a goal for hip hop now. Like it's too accessible, right? It's too it's it's too it's like you know the mumble rap, the you know that that kind of genre trapping and all. And you don't like trap music. You're not a big I, fan of it. I no, I'm not. No. I the, the 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 beats I get, I understand. Always, so you could always you could yeah. always vibe and bop to it if you were in, in a party and you right. get into it. But as for anything else, it's just like no, nah, nah. nah. I respect that. I respect because not a lot of people would say that. Nah, it, right? Like right now, like a lot of people running with that whole mumble rap thing. Right, like that. That's that's a thing, and I'm I'm not mad because if we if we look back at hip hop, there was always something. There was never there was never a time where there were there was just straight lyricists. Like the '80s had, uh, uh, what's his name, Biz Marquee. The '90s had MC Search could rap, but like it was a white rap group. Like let's be honest, it was a joke no matter what. Right. You had Third Base. You had Vanilla Ice. You as good as uh, as a songmaker as MC Hammer was, he was a joke. Right, it was a joke. You know what I'm saying we always had these jokes. Uh, nobody took Trick Daddy seriously, and Trick Daddy. Nobody took Akinelli seriously. Right. 
you know these are these were vanity rappers like gimmick rappers uh they always had something dumb to say but this is the first time in hip-hop that in music that is being put on the forefront it was always kind of like a second option like we always had options to listen to like afro man was a thing right he had like three albums three four albums and they sold two of them were platinum but we always had options. Now it's like all you do is turn on, if you turn on the radio, which I don't, if you turn on the radio, if you uh, uh, turn on Pandora or some shit like that, if you don't choose a specific stage, if you put play now or top whatever now, that's all we're going to hear. We're going to hear the 21 Savages. We're going to hear the, the Lil Uzi Vert, the Lil Yachty's. The uh, uh, I, don't, I don't like most of the niggas from Chicago, but like the, the Lil Bibbies and like all these dudes. None of this shit makes sense to me, bro. None of, and I was just watching a video today. Shout out to my um, um uh all all the older people that I have on Facebook, like family and friends and all that stuff. Uh, my auntie Shawnee, she had she was tagged in the video, and it was Anita Baker. One was Anita Baker, one was Al Green, and one was James Brown. Mm. And I'm like, yo, if people knew, like if these kids knew, without this music, without this this age, they wouldn't be a hip hop. Hip hop started on James Brown samples. Like, what? Where the fuck did we go wrong? Where, if if you had to pinpoint something, where do you think was the not because it, it's it, it's impossible to say one sole mistake, right. but where do you think we started dropping the ball in music? I think it happened to, and I don't mean to cut you off, but like yeah. you know what? Let's go broader than just hip hop. Let's just say music in general, because like music is at a lull right now, right? So what what do you think we started dropping the ball? Well, first of all, when when he came to uh, when you when you talking about what hip hop happened now, mm-hmm. I think what happened was is uh, and it was I remember Jadakiss and and Styles and they said the same thing. It's you used to want to be on something mm-hmm. and you would go and you would make it because you there was no avenues to do it like, like a clue tape, ha- like a clue tape, uh, the freaking Ron G, uh, Ron G, SNS. These are all New York DJs that are, you know, if you guys don't know. <laughs> but these are, you know, you had to, like, sharpen up and you had to go bump into these dudes in the street or know they was in a club. Be outside like, of an office. Because you didn't, you had, that That was your only avenue. Now with YouTube and fucking Instagram and Snap and, and You can put your own shit on You can put your own shit up. Yeah. And now everybody is an overnight sensation because their man's in them did a $15 beat and it's something catchy. And you know, pay for somebody to promote on Instagram. Somebody, I told my boy, my boy, shout out to my boy Slow with um with Rapper Life. He does videos. And I said, dude, all you need is like one fucking Bobby Schmurda video or that's fucking it. one young MA video. That's and it. that's it. And you're you're a video viral. director now. Yeah, viral, you're viral yeah. now. Viral. As in music in a whole, I think when it became way too much accessibility. You like it's just too many options to be able to put and too you many get avenues. It from anywhere now. I eat. you know people could say Napster fucking probably did that or no Napster hooked us up <laughs> yeah Napster hooked us up that's shout out to Napster Good right out, yeah but no but and that was another thing too because we used to want to trade our tapes, tapes and or our shit. CDs Mixed and tapes, stuff yeah. now you get it from anywhere and individuals who could sit there with a you know their own little uh, DMX fucking mixer. With their two little fucking um, uh, push button keyboards, mm-hmm. now everybody's producer. You know, I, I I can see what you're saying with the accessibility. I think you know, I don't I don't know if it's so much the avenues of because I agree with you. I don't think it's so much the avenues of us, uh, re- the way we receive music or we 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 uh, consume it. 
I think it is, like you said, the accessibility of actually putting it out. Because right. it's like right now it went from you had to be nice. Because the avenues can change, but we're always going to find ways to promote our shit. I think it turned from everybody wanting to be the best to everybody wanting to be the richest. Because remember now, it's you... Back then, you you wanted to get on a Def Jam. You wanted to get on you No Limit. You wanted to sign a Rockefeller. You wanted to sign somewhere. For a change. For a, you know, you could do it. Now, we could go and see, you know, now you just Bomb Squad and, and, and whoever at the local fucking Five and Dime Club down the block. And, you know. It's, Everybody's it, at Webster Hall. Everybody, you know, Everybody 15 goons on stage <laughs> in the same nonsense. Put your bloods in the air, son. Who got, like, who got a bottle? When you when you got Wu Tang and Locks looking at dudes going, yo, what the fuck the are fuck you doing? This? And you it's like twenty years ago, y'all were almost like doing the same shit. Like y'all everybody like, was. But the problem was is that they were like they were prolific in their writing. Like they took that shit like to to to, to heart. That's why I'm surprised when when young dudes like Pusha T. Because right. to me, Pusha T is the best writer in the game right now. Right. If we talk about hip hop, he's the best writer. Best writer, like nobody can touch his pinky. There's a lot of, there's a lot of, there's a lot of those who could sit there, like you said, they, they say, "Yo, Pusha T's my guy," but I'm like, but you, you don't even try to like. He's a real rapper. <laughs> you don't even try. Like I, I truly tell people, like, "Yo, live the." I'm, you know me. I'm big on that. Live the lifestyle that you say you live. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If I tell you I'm an ice skater, nigga, I'm skating all the time. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to be the best. I'm not trying to just be out here like, oh, I know how to skate. Like, that's not good enough. I want to be the top motherfucker ever. You know what I'm saying? Right. In hip hop, like I said, I think it went from being the best to being the richest and don't get me wrong like everybody got to make a living everybody got to do what they got to do but not now it's like all right i can make a song and you know make a million dollars just because it got a million views on instagram or got a million views on youtube or uh, 200 million shares on facebook like i'm not trying to sit here like you know me being 30 like i'm in the, i'm in between all that shit it's all about power squeeze two limits together and really all you have is sour diesel god oh god please no but you know you know what's the thing about that too that that i i think nowadays i don't think i don't think a lot of artists care about the longevity anymore they don't they want the money they want the money now yeah uh i could get two or three songs out there I and can then, make a trap song right now. Right, yeah. And then get on, get the get the fame, and then all of a sudden you hear like, two years down the road, he's going, he's locked up. What I say about Fetty Wap? Yeah. Now he's trying to get a single to get back yeah. on. Yeah, you got your money from touring. Niggas ain't gonna care about you soon, bro. Yeah. You ain't gonna care. It used to be, all right, I want my, like, yo, let, look at Fabulous. Fabulous been in the game for almost 20 years. Yeah. That's crazy. Give it to him. Give it to his commitment because he has not changed. At all. He still raps like he did in 89. Yeah. But he, he changes with the trend. With the trend. And, why? you know, I'm not sitting there like being a lyricist ain't for everybody. Being a, a full-blown singer ain't for everybody. That's the other thing, too, and how we got to we gotta look at it with the music. is like how you always say there's people who are lyricists and there's those who just make good music. party music. People. Party yeah. music. And there was a guy, I believe he was on, on the Complex um, Facebook page who talked about, we need to stop lumping hip-hop all in one thing. Because, you know, there's... Was that the mumble rap one? Yeah. I was a team backpack thing. No, team backpack, right? Yeah. That you can't, you can't lump everything in one thing. Because even back then, we used to do it, you know, gangster rap as opposed to uh, uh, conscious rap. Like, everything had... Backpack rap. Backpack rap. And everything, everybody had a lane. But remember, hip-hop and rap were like two different things back then. Right. Yeah. And now, this... I think this needs to be clarified as well because... 
Some of this shit is getting over like if it's fucking legit music, and I can't, I can't, I don't, I don't get it. Bro, I, and it's these, not even about age at all. Honestly, it's, it's not about not, age at bro, all. It's not. It's not about it's, age. I try to tell people that good music like, is good, good music, and to me, I, I, I I'm, I'm lost. You, yo, and it's, it's like, it's like I always tell, like you know, I'm always putting you on the shit. You know what I'm saying? Trying yeah. to get you to hear shit, right? But it's like, all right. That's 21 Savage. Let me tell you. I, I, I see no. some. I'm watching this and I see these guys, right? They remind me, just looking at them like this, reminds me of when, you know, when you tell your boys, spit a, like, spit a verse, mm-hmm. and it's like, uh, yeah. And you waiting and you wait in, it's like, oh, wait, hold on, wait, oh, wait, I gotta get on the beat. Uh. This. And it's so embarrassing back then, cause dudes were embarrassed, like, oh, you can't get on the beat Sunday. Get you off, get off. This, this, this is goofy to them. They love this shit. They love this shit. They're like, oh, I'm still trying to, oh, yeah. uh, And these niggas is getting 30, like, Lil Yachty gets 50,000 a show. That's amazing. A show. That's amazing. And I don't even, I, I can't even understand the word he says. <laughs> He sound like a meatwad from fucking what is it Adventure Time? What, uh, uh, what is uh, it? Uh, super. Uh, I don't. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. He sounds like meatwad. I'm like, nigga, what? what is, like yo, and in the first thing, now see, it's like it's different for, for R, like R and B and all that shit. Because right. I'm about to get that. These dudes wouldn't even open up for any other rap. Like you think they could get on the fucking uh, Rough Rider Cash Money no, Rockefeller shit? No, they couldn't be on backstage. They wouldn't even be carrying the DJ's equipment, like. bro. And for all these old niggas to sit there and tell me they didn't know nothing, like if all right, if you say anything about like you're young, cool. You gotta know who Dipset is. You have to know G Unit. You have to know Pimp Squad Click. You gotta know Ti and them. You gotta know Something. this shit. How do you not know this stuff? Ti Ti's a, a great rapper. Great fucking. You tell me you don't know who he is from the south. This one over here talks about he's better than Big and Pot. Fuck Kodak Black. Fuck Kodak Black. I dare anybody come come say something to me. Fuck Kodak Black. That is awesome. nah. I kind of want that nigga to come see me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. He gonna be a house arrest, so you ain't gonna find that. <laughs> no, but on some real shit. It's like the first thing I ever say. I'm, I'll get off in a second, but the, the first thing I, I ever hear niggas say is like, "Old niggas sit down. Old niggas sit down. Old niggas sit down." It's like it's not about age, bro. It's not about age because I know my grandmother likes a lot of trap shit. Right. My grandma liked that shit. My grandma's about to be seventy. She like I like trap music to an extent. I can't listen to trap music all day. <laughs> I can't listen like old. I can't. I'm sorry. I Is it because can't. we don't come from like that type of lifestyle? I don't, I don't think. I don't think that makes it. Yeah, because I don't think that makes a difference either. That's another thing you got. Oh, you don't know where you don't know where where it comes from, and you don't you never lived in. It. It's like how does that shit? I never I, lived. It. I never lived the fucking lifestyle of fucking um, Smokey Robinson, but I love his shit. Exactly. I know what. I- <laughs> 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 it's like shit. yo on some real shit you look at it all right you tell me i've never been in the trap cool i haven't been in a trap but i've been in the crack house yeah. there was crack houses next to me what's worse being living near a crack house or living in a trap house it's the same shit basically same yeah. shit just two different eras i like niggas ran traps out of my building i knew all the drug dealers i you know niggas got shot every day on my block b what camera niggas get shot every day b yeah, niggas, every day b we not running or niggas out here not running around with ak-47 like if you that much but niggas still get shot out even here. that shit like even when i even like dipset like i wasn't a big dipset fan oh, back dip in set. the days but i appreciated it later on when mm-hmm. i you know when i grew up and i'm listening because even now when the shit when the dipset anthem comes up, i'm bopping my oh da, 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 shit da, da, i'm in da, it like heat makers oh and my I, god and for these dudes to sit there and act on cavalier and nonchalant, like, nah, I don't know that shit. Well, it was like, you know it. What? Yeah, you, you know, know. You listen to Hunter Seven. Being an asshole. That's know. why, I like, when people call Ebro an asshole and say they don't like him, like, I can understand why, but it's like, bro, he's telling the truth. 
He's telling 100% of the fucking truth. It's like you got and I'm 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 not bashing anybody. I'm saying if you sit if you sit here and you say like I me personally I listen to when a nigga tell you he listen to everything when they say what you listen to, mm. now I'm trying to say that nigga lying. I'm gonna say right now, I don't listen <laughs> like, to nigga, I, you don't listen to polka music. You feel me? I listen out. to a lot of shit, but I don't I don't like country. I don't like polka. I don't nigga. I listen to EDM. I listen to dubstep. I listen to hip hop. I listen to R and B, soul funk. I listen to good shit in my in my mind. You know what I'm saying? And whenever I hear one of these little niggas say, Oh niggas sit down, or we don't have to do this anymore, like that's dead. Yeah, man. Little Jewish kids now. Still learn to read the Torah for their bar mitzvah. Thank you. Or bat mitzvah, whatever. Do you know how old the Torah is? And it's a requirement for kids to know that shit. You better know that shit by a certain age, too. Before 13, you gotta know it. Little Jewish kids learn that shit. We can't even like... You telling me you can't... You don't know the words to juicy? How? But I think what music what happened is, is I, I think that's also what it, I think pop really took over. I think we didn't hold people accountable anymore. That I'm like pop pop really took over. Pop, which pop like which is not a bad look how many yeah it's not but look how many look how many pop stations they are on, on the radio now even though radio is dead of course they're phasing us out yeah right and so, even even on the on the satellite stations there's like there's like a hundred and something pop stations and probably like. Six rap hip hop. I remember when XM Sirius started. They had two each. Right. Sirius had two. Had two. Yeah, and everything's like everything's cultured and catered to. And anything that's that's on satellite now, it's either um, shape uh, shape forty five. Um, old school, yeah. hip hop. It's always, it's always some some label and, shit. You know, back in the nineties, maybe R and B. There's a ninety station. There's a ninety station. That's it. Yeah. You know, I, I I I sat like I said, I sat there and I watched and I listened. I watched that uh, Anita Baker video this morning, and I'm like, as R and B artists, they never like whether white people are coming to take most of our spots anyway. You never hear any kind of disrespect in a sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, Justin Timberlake is still saying, I love Michael Jackson. Or, right. you're still here. I grew up with Stevie Wonder with all these young kids. Right. And these little niggas are sitting there talking about, I cannot tell you one Tupac song. One bit. I'm not even. I still think that's bullshit. I, 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 I think they're trolling. I think they're trolling. Yeah, that's bullshit. I completely think they're trolling. And I'm not, I'm one that keeps, I believe in evolution. I believe in, you know, moving shit forward. I believe in that. Everything has to evolve. Everything has to grow. Everything has to change with the times. I'm not telling you to know everything. You know what I'm saying? But if you can tell me you don't like something, tell me why you don't like something. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, if, if I can tell you, like, I'm not the biggest Tupac fan on earth. I know a few of his songs. Do I appreciate the thing that, that he says and shit like that? Yeah. Do I appreciate what he stood for? Hell yeah. I'm just not a Tupac fan. You know what I'm saying? I like Mary J. Blige. I don't love her. I don't love all of her shit. I'm not going to sit here and tell you I've heard no more drama front to back because I haven't. I'm not the hugest fan, but I can tell you what I don't like. But you gotta think about it too. Like, a lot of these guys come out of their 18, 19, 20 years old. 10 years ago, they would be 10, 9 years old. 2006, what was, what was playing? That was Rihanna, T.I., 50, Kanye, uh, Lupe. T-Pain T-Pain Lil Wayne At least and then, At least th- th- There's some substance Still there Kanye Yeah, yeah, yeah There's substance there's a lot there of substance, But they just Didn't want to hear it right. Fucking Soldier Boy Soldier Boy That's, that, that, that's probably Bow Wow cool. still had a song Out in 2006 Lloyd 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 Like there were good There were good they songs were still But 
and when I was when I was ten, I knew about songs from the fifties. Right? How? But Perfect example. Because, uh, and this is what it's gonna go to. Go ahead. Because now, remember, remember where you? Because I'm this now. Uh huh. Remember where you? What? Where you grew up at? Right. You're I was raised house, in a great household. Right. And look at the household and look at look at the the age you had around. Of, you. Right. And this is what I always say. And this is where the generation like, gap. Remember, we got twenty year olds now who got thirty four year old mothers mm-hmm. or thirty three year old fathers. I say it all the time. And. They listen to what they listen to. They all listen to the same shit. The same shit. They all trying to party yeah, together. Yeah, exactly. So it's you got you got thirty seven year old grandfathers. Like, that's a fact. I know someone who's a twenty five year old grandfather that through is marriage, a, but I was about to say that's yeah. amazing. Yeah, through gra- through marriage, but like point being is he has, they call him grandpa. He's twenty five, bro. <laughs> that's I'm a, like my nigga, you five years younger than me. How you a grandpa? Like, that's that's astounding. Stab yourself in the stomach. Please. I wouldn't even. I would. I would be so offended. I'm sorry. I'm like yo, y'all better not call me pop pop. I'll fuck you up. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you know, like yeah, it go it goes way deeper, bro. It goes way deeper. And what 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 kills me is, I don't think, you know, like the generation gap is so big, and I don't think we hold people accountable either. Because a lot of the older people uh, preach instead of teaching. They sit there and get on you about things and what you need to do, what you need. It's like, all right, like my grandmother wanted me to know stuff. She introduced things to me. You know what I'm saying? Like she 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 sat me in front of some records. Mm. Whatever I don't like, I don't listen to. Right. Uh radio stations, whatever I don't like, you can turn it off. Listen to something else. You know what I'm saying? I was listening to end up I was listening to the Boys in the Hood soundtrack when I was like six. My grandma smacked the shit out of me because she ain't know what she bought. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I was listening to it when I was like six. You know, it's like I was influenced by so many things, but it's like like you said, that 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 generation gap is so wide now. That we don't have the older people teaching us anything about older stuff, and that and, and it's too the, the generations are really too tied together. Like too we, close. We would have next generation. It's like next generation. They're close to the same generation. They're right next to each other. One of my nephews is half my age. Yeah, it's half my that age. tight. Yeah, but like you said, where you came from, mm-hmm. you had that upbringing to where you're able to, you know. Open up your mind to yeah. the, the classics, the, the the temptations, yeah, the Sly and the Family Stones, oh yeah, the the the, the, the Sylvester. You you you, oh, had a, yeah. you had a eclectic way. Nowadays, it's just I had a I'm only listening to this and that's, that's it. That's it. We only listen to trap music. Yeah, that's it. That's it. My mother. Wait like, till that shit gone. What the fuck happens then? Uh, R and B gonna come back. Luke I, James. Luke I James is about the. Luke so. James is about the. Mur- uh, did you hear Usher's album yet? No, it's pretty good. Yeah, no, it's I pretty good. That one you gotta tell me. And the uh, what was there was the other album that you me I got him. Uh, Mac Miller. The Mac Miller one, yeah, I'm gonna yeah. Listen to tonight, but that um that that that's that's the other thing that needs to be a reemergence of parents because <laughs> parenting <laughs> besides parents? parenting being a mom. No, but like the, the, the other aspects of music that still linger around, they're still hovering. I don't want us to lose 30, 40 years of, of history. Right. I don't want that to happen. Because <laughs> next, like, you know, like hip hop. What was that? What was that? Like nobody talk about disco no more. Well, that's why I like. I like the fact like um your 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 favorite Netflix series. They they actually brought it back. That, mm-hmm. They they made it prominence. Now, hopefully, motherfuckers took it, listened, saw them, saw the series, and was like, "Oh, okay, this I kind of get it." Right? Because right. when I try to when I try to tell like a lot of kids younger to me, like, "Yo, you need to watch uh, Beef Street," or you need to watch Breaking, even though Breaking's hilarious. You need like you need to watch these things, and I just suggest it. You don't want to watch it, don't watch it. Right. But like, I I just saw this dope ass example, uh, this dope ass documentary. I'm a big documentary guy, you know. Mm. It's called Sample That. 
It was about the amazing bongo band. Uh, <laughs> you know, they were the ones that made Apache, the okay, original, yeah. the original, the uh, the the one that everybody in their mother sampled, the one that Cool Herc found, but like the original group that made that that song. Right. The, it's like the amazing bongo band, and like I heard that album. Uh, cause I, I bef- like, I, I never knew who made Apache. I, I never, and I found out about this shit. Mm-hmm. All I knew was like, all right, niggas used it for breakbeats. That's all I ever knew. Right. And when I heard, and then, uh, then I heard the album, I'm like, oh my God, this shit is like so fucking, it's, it's mind blowing. Like, they got the best guitarists, the best bongo players, the best drummers. Like, I'm like, yo, this shit is amazing. But then when you listen to the story, how it correlates with, it, st- it started out with like niggas being teachers and then one of them knew Charles Manson and then they end up making this record and then it ends up being widespread mm. and everybody in hip hop knows this song. These documentaries like young kids don't like the Rubble Kings. Right. That's, that's Little kids don't want to watch that. They don't want to watch that shit. And it's like we, we're losing our history because we're not teaching our history. We don't have enough of that. The other day I was I was sitting there and I was listening to old Salsa music uh-huh. and you know the Hector Labo, especially that. Mm-hmm. And I finally, you know, like I finally sat in tune to listen to it, not only just the words but the music and the feeling. Just but, but when you hear the music, it's such a an arrangement of 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 percussion. Like they got and, the best of the best, right? And it it doesn't if you if you don't know that it's salsa or salsa, if you don't know if it's that, like if you just w- walked in, you would think it's it's so some classical type of R and B. The strings just opening. And then a lot of that music carries over to shit that's been sampled fucking for hip hop. Yeah. Shit, that fucking uh that 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 uh Lord Tariq and Peter Gunn's fucking song. Mm-hmm. That's from Steely Dan. A lot mm-hmm. of guys would be like, who the fuck is Steely Dan? Steely Dan's a fucking jazz R and B band yes. but with white people. Like. Yes, with white people. <laughs> I'm still waiting for somebody to sample Blues Traveler. <laughs> uh but that, that might be happening. Yeah, somebody so, somebody so, gonna do it. They're gonna do it now. Uh, I want credit. I want credit, motherfuckers. I want executive producer credit. Or when you hear harmonica in a in a, in a hip hop song, I'll be waiting. Nah. I'll be waiting, and it's not a Stevie Wonder sample. I'll be waiting. I'll be waiting. But no, it you know it 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 kills me. It's like all right, I just I just want shit to be great. You know what I'm saying? I don't give a fuck what nobody puts out. I don't give a fuck what anybody does. I just want shit to be great. That's all I ever care about. You used to be like, and I'm not I'm not I'm not big on like you know. Sitting there reminiscing, saying anything should be like anything. I'm, I'm, I will never do that. You will never hear me say that. But I, I do miss the camaraderie of like when a Flavor in Year, Flavor in Your Ear remix came out, or the uh, Five Four Three Two One remix, or or uh, when Brandy did uh, I Want to Be Down remix. Do you think that that they they have that now? Like that whole the last thing we had like that was when ASAP Rocky did One Train. Yeah, it was him, Joey, Badass, Big Crit, Action Bronson. And yeah, yeah. It was like then you had uh, fucking problems with Drake, Two Chains, ASAP, mm. and uh, Kendrick. I'm not saying everything needs to be super duper lyrical. Mm. You know what I'm saying, but it's to the point now where it's like everybody does collab so much that is it there don't quotables matter out anymore. there? Do people have quotables these days? Yeah. Um. Uh, every besides Drake, <laughs> there's too, no, besides there's too Drake. many quotables. Besides it's like Drake. uh, um, um, the joint that Kendrick said in in, in fucking problems, right? Is that uh, or uh, who else? Uh, there's so many rappers say things that everybody quotes or whatever is mainly Drake, but uh, <laughs> Kanye got all the quotables in the world mm. that smart niggas pay attention to, mm. and it's like, all right, I don't, I don't want it to be a novelty. You know what mm. I'm saying? I don't want. Uh, we're supposed to have you like in the Source magazine. It was hip hop quotables. Right. They would put a whole I verse. Remember, yeah, remember that. Yeah. yeah, they would put a whole verse. Like they just recently stopped that. I think it was, but. 
I, there's not too many rappers that I want to quote word for word anymore. You got to think about it too. Rap was supposed to be dead over 30 years ago. It was supposed, it was supposed to be a passing fact. It was. It was supposed it to be. Was. A it wasn't fact. supposed to be on the radio. And for it to be lasting as long as it's doing now, it's like. DJ, how did it happen? You went from who did, like who did like that to you. like I was uh, real quick. You know, I only got a few minutes left. So real quick, uh, in the in this documentary, they had um, Grand Grand uh, was a Theodore, who was like the, he was the DJ for um, was it Cold Crush? I think it was. Uh, I think it was Cold Crush. I'm gonna say yeah, I think it was. Is it, yeah, please, Mister yeah. Grand, but yeah, it was it was yeah, uh, yeah. I know all those lyrics too. <laughs> um, but Grand was a Theodore actually invented record scratching. And I didn't know he invented that. Right now, people people know Grandmaster Flash for kind of pioneering it. But in 1975, he created it. They were doing mixtapes before the 80s started. Right, and he says he was making a mix for a party, and his mother came in the room and said, and all DJs attested to it. Cool Herc said it. Grandmaster Flash said it. His mother came in the room and said, either turn it off or turn it down. He said he was just finishing. But when he was talking to his mom or doing something, he, he was like holding the record. Mm. And he didn't know he was moving it back and forth. So he said on the record, he would hear baby scratches. Right. And nobody complained about it. So he would like learn how to do it or just like kind of get better with it. And it became a thing. You know what I'm saying? And it's like to know where the origin of something that simple came from, something that was so pivotal in hip hop. That shit blew my fucking mind. The bro. one that really astounds me when you come when you say stuff like that is the Grandmaster Flash of how he invented the um the cue the, the yeah the way you caught the record the way you caught the record but not only but also how you heard it because they didn't have the 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 cue in which you can cheat on the turn, mm-hmm. on the table like you could hear what you're about to play next you had they to know your record it. you had to know your record you had to mark it you had to know exactly we where don't it have was Serato. yeah mm-hmm. you didn't have like that that whole being able to get it queued up while this one's playing mm-hmm. so. He did everything by touch. Mm-hmm. Everything was by feel. Like sometimes and he, and on the count. Cro- yeah, on the count. He used to, you know, have the on the on the grooves of his nails. And he did on Honey Seven. Right. And then when it came up to when he finally got his first endorsement and sponsorship, he was the first thing when he says, Yo, I need a mixer that I don't have to do that anymore. And he was the first one that came out with those mixers. The techniques. Yeah. The techniques, yeah. Nobody 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 cared about that. Like nobody yeah. used that. But uh, you know, I'm I'm gonna get out of here, guys. Yeah, it's I, I gotta go back up and Get some work done. Uh, we going out on my favorite song. Yeah. My favorite song right now. Uh, big shout out to everybody who listens. I appreciate y'all. Callmeonitsover.com. Uh, Josephsboard.bigcartel.com. Uh, be on the lookout. Like I said, I'm doing a live show really, really soon. So just be on the lookout for that. I appreciate all you guys. And until next time, man. Keep paying. Let God worry about the framing. I'm done. I'm going to holler at y'all. Call me when it's over.